0: Good afternoon, everyone. You're tuning in to Sweet Talk with Alisa podcast, and this is your host, Alisa. I hope you all are doing well. And if you're in the East Coast, it is freezing outside. I hope you're bundled up and staying warm. Today's episode, I want to touch base back regarding the process for bariatric surgery. If you have been following me on social media and follow me on the podcast, you all will probably know by now that I am pretty much at that point where surgery is literally days away. So, You want to know what's going on regarding the surgery? Well, sit back, relax, and let's get this show started. On Monday, which was November 11th, it was also Veterans Day, I had a follow-up appointment with my primary care physician. And schools were closed that day, so guess who went with mommy to her doctor's appointment? My son did. He had no school, so... My mom wasn't able to watch him because she had an appointment that day herself. So I was praying to God that my son would be on his best behavior when he goes with me to my appointment. So basically, I was following up with my primary care physician um, since the last time I seen him, which was probably a little over six months ago. He had me do some lab work last month, and I had to get the results of it on Monday. So my appointment was scheduled for 1045 in the morning. I was not seen by my doctor until I would say a little after 12 in the afternoon. And I didn't leave the doctor's office till close to 2 p.m. Fucking crazy. I was there for three hours and change. And you want to know why? This is what happened. So his assistant calls me sometime around noon to check my vitals. Or maybe it was a little beforehand, but I know I did see my doctor after 12 in the afternoon. I go to the room with my son. I gave him my cell phone so he could be distracted and be calm. And I tell the doctor, "Um, I have some forms for you to fill out. Um, One of them is a medical clearance form that I need for the surgery that I'm having next week, which is going to be on the 18th following Monday. He looks at the forms and then he tells me he needs my labs from the surgeon's office. I'm like, what? So then um, he says he needs the labs faxed to him. So his assistant tells me, can you call the surgeon's office and have them faxed over your labs? And my doctor kept saying, without the labs, I can't complete this form. And I'm like, I need to have this surgery because I already postponed it once already. I'm not gonna postpone it again. You know, I got people taking days off from work. I got my mom, you know, making plans to stay at my house you know, to help take care of my son because I'm gonna be in the hospital for a few days and she's gonna help me, you know, with little basic things, with chores and stuff like that because I'm not gonna be able to do much heavy lifting and things of that nature. I mean, I'm gonna be able to move around, but the lifting I can't. And my son, I think he's like close to 80 pounds and with his tantrums, I cannot pick him up. You know, like I mentioned before on the podcast, I have scoliosis, which is something that affects my spine. And one of the discs on the spine is like bulging out. So that's what's causing me to have back pain. Yeah. So I'm trying to get as much help as I can while I'm having the surgery and then recovering afterwards. But anyway, I'm calling the surgeon's office. I'm letting them know, listen, my doctor needs the labs faxed over to him now. I'm with the doctor now. Like I'm here to see him. And he's not going to complete the clearance forms without those labs. So the person who answered the phone said they were going to pass on the message to the surgeon's secretary. So I'm waiting. You know, I gave them the fax number to the doctor's office and everything. And the doctor's assistant tells me, no, I haven't seen anything in the fax machine. Call again. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm calling again. Second time, letting them know. Doctor is still waiting for the fax. No fax. Third time I call, I'm asking to speak with the supervisor. And I'm telling them, if the secretary for the surgeon is not available, is there a supervisor of hers or someone, higher authority, that can fax my labs to my doctor? He needs it now. He's not going to see me until he gets these labs to complete the clearance forms. I'm having surgery next week. I need this done now. So then um, the person who I spoke with on the phone was like, Another secretary had faxed over the labs to my doctor's office. I'm like, okay. So then after an hour wait, the doctor's assistant calls me. She says, I got it. So I'm like, okay, cool. It was like eight pages worth of labs. So the doctor takes a look at the labs and he's starting to complete the clearance forms. And um, then he's questioning me about x-rays. Of my chest and I'm like huh he's like did you get x-rays on your chest your lungs and I'm like I think so I mean I don't remember because since I started the process to prepare for this surgery I was in a six-month weight management program and they had me take all types of labs I did so many different tests like I don't even remember (laughs) so um you know, the week I went for the pre-op class, I had to get more labs done. I had an EKG done and I met with the anesthesiologist. That was a week ago. And I told the doctor I did all of that. So then he's telling me, call back the surgeon's office and have them fax over the x-rays. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? So my son is getting agitated. He's starting to have his little fit because he's getting upset, you know, that we're still in there. And, um, I'm calling the surgeon's office again, the same gentleman who answered the phone like the first two times that I called. I told him what the doctor stated, that he needed the x-rays of my chest faxed over to him. And then he says to me, hold on. So then he tells me, oh, I just spoke with the surgeon. He says it wasn't medically necessary for you to get x-rays done for your chest. I w- He said there was no reason for it for the surgery. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I tell my doctor this and he's like, okay, no problem. Completes the form, signs it, tells me give it to his assistant so she can fax it. So she went to fax the forms and she didn't give me a confirmation. So I'd seen her fax it for myself. She had me walk with her to see her fax it. And then we went to another office to fax over another document. And then that was it. You know, I asked for copies of the documents. She made copies of the clearance forms to have in my chart for the doctor. Me and my son were out. I took him to get his hair cut after waiting three hours at the doctor's office. It's crazy. Like, I don't understand. If you schedule a patient to come in for an appointment at a specific time, why do they have to wait over an hour, two hours, three hours or more just to be seen? I don't know who's doing the scheduling, maybe people overbooking patients, I don't know. But this isn't the first time that I've had an appointment where I'm waiting for hours to be seen by a doctor. It's fucking pathetic, and it pisses me off. I'm sure some of you can relate, you know what I'm saying? But let me tell you what happened two days later. So two days later, it's Wednesday, right? That's today. (laughs) And I'm basically running around like a chicken with his head cut off because I'm trying to make sure I'm prepared for the surgery and getting preparations for things at home because my mom is going to be staying with my son, taking care of him while I'll be in the hospital for a few days. And, uh, I had to go pick up two packages, um, um, So I was waiting for my Jeffree Star Cosmetics order to get delivered to me, which was supposed to happen on Monday. But since I was at the doctor's for over three hours, I missed the delivery. And when I arrived at home, there was a notice on my door for attempted delivery. I requested for re-delivery for Tuesday. I was home all day Tuesday and no one showed up with my package. I had to call the customer service number for the United States Postal Service And they're telling me, well, they have until eight o'clock in the evening to do the final deliveries. I said, okay, that was when I called on Tuesday. Nobody showed up. I went to bed by nine o'clock. So here we are Wednesday. And in the morning, I called the customer service number again. And I'm trying to find out where the hell is my package. Just to be told it's at the post office. I'm like, why is it at the post office? I requested redelivery for yesterday. So the representative told me, well, I could put in a request for redelivery or you could pick it up at the post office. I said, I'll go pick it up at the post office. So I was already dressed. I went to the post office, picked up my package. And then um, after picking up the package, I ended up going to a nail salon near my old neighborhood where I used to live at before I was pregnant to remove the acrylics from my nails and to get a pedicure because... Once I get home from surgery, from the hospital, like I'm not going to have time to be getting all glammed up. I'm going to be focusing on recovering and regaining my strength and getting back to my normal self. So after the nail salon, I ended up going to this pharmacy where UPS dropped off a package I was supposed to have delivered a week ago. They failed to deliver my package to my home and I was home waiting all day for this package. So, you know, on the website of theirs, I track my orders and packages. And all of a sudden, I see attempted delivery. I'm like, wait a minute. What do you mean attempted delivery? Nobody knocked on my door. So I go to this pharmacy, pick up the package. And then, you know, I went to the supermarket that was next door. Got a little groceries to the house and um, got an Uber to go back home. So during the Uber ride home, I'm getting a phone call from the surgeon's secretary. So she's like, hey, how are you? Um, When did you see your doctor? And I told her, I just saw him on Monday the 11th. And she says, well, I never received any fax of your clearance forms. I said, well, he completed it and his assistant had faxed it. I seen her faxed it for myself, but she didn't give me a confirmation if it went through or not. And uh, she's like, well, I need for you to fax it to me because if you, if I don't receive it at least by tomorrow morning you know the surgery is going to be postponed I said to her well I just recently moved and I don't know where is there a fax machine in the area oh you can go to a pharmacy and fax it and I literally just left from the pharmacy and I'm telling her well I'm not home you know all the paperwork is at my house so then I took mentioned to her you know listen the doctor has a copy on file like I'm sure you can call him and ask him to fax it over to you. Well, he doesn't do faxing from what his assistant told me on Monday. You know what I'm saying? So the secretary tells me she'll call the doctor's office and have them fax it over to her again, that she mentions there was issues with the fax machine. So I'm like, great. That's probably why I was stuck at the doctor's office for three hours on Monday, because there was an issue with the fax machine at the surgeon's office. So I go home. I'm like, you know, putting everything away and then I'm like, should I just go to the surgeon's office and hand them the original copy of the clearance forms or can I email it to her? Cause I have a scanner, you know, one of those three-in-one printers, you know, that scans, copies, of prints. I could easily scan the documents to my laptop and then just email it to her. No problem. So then, um, I called the surgeon's office again. And then I asked if it was possible for me to email her the clearance forms. So then um, the person on the phone tells me, hold on. So then she says, oh, the secretary received the clearance forms that it was faxed. I'm like, oh, it was. She's like, yes, she's confirming it right now with me. I'm like, okay, cool. I have nothing to worry about now. So I was like, oh, thank God, because I was getting so worried that I was going to have to go through the runaround of trying to fax these documents over to the surgeon's office. You know what I mean? So, it's crazy, man. But um, now that, you know, the clearance forms have been successfully faxed over to the surgeon's office, I have nothing else to worry about. Now I just got to wait until the hospital calls me on Friday to confirm the time that I have to arrive at the hospital the day of surgery, which is actually next Monday, the 18th. So um, I'm anxious. I'm nervous about this. Um, I'm doing this for my health. And like I said, you know, the reason why I'm getting the surgery is for medical reasons. So, yeah. Um, actually, to tell you guys something, Um, since I've been on the high-protein diet for over a week... Um, I lost already 10 pounds. You know, the high-protein diet consists of having a protein shake for breakfast and lunch, eight ounces each, and then I have to have a proportionate dinner, um, you know, having six ounces of lean meat or seafood, then a quarter cup of something that's starchy, like brown rice or potatoes, and then a quarter, no, excuse me, a half a cup of salad and a half a cup of non-starchy vegetables. So I've been doing pretty good. Now, in between the meals, I'm allowed to drink water and, like, Crystal Light, which I've been doing. Um, I don't eat or drink anything before breakfast and after dinner. I usually drink something. Excuse me. Thought I got the hiccups. (laughs) But, but yeah, um, I'm happy I lost the 10 pounds. You know what I'm saying? So I want to keep it going. Um, The protein shake will continue during, I believe... First week post-op, so that starting from the day of surgery, after I have the surgery, of course, um, I'm going to be having to drink fluids. And uh, it has to be clear fluids, clear liquids. So we'll see how that goes. I have to drink, I, I believe it's four ounces within an hour. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure the day of surgery, when I get situated in my room after the surgery is done, Um, you know, the nurses will come and speak with me and let me know, like, okay, you need to drink this. You need to drink that, but you got to take sips. I can't guzzle it down because, you know, I just had a surgery that was done on my stomach. And, um, I've heard stories about, you know, people's throat is going to be feeling very dry and irritated. And yeah, so I'm trying to make sure that I don't get sick before surgery, I know it's flu season. I actually didn't get my flu shot. My son did, but I haven't. Um, I don't know. Every time I get the flu shot, I always tend to get sick. So I guess it's kind of a good thing I didn't get it done yet. But um, I know with the day of surgery, I can no longer take metformin. Um, So Sunday will be the last day for me to take metformin. Metformin is the medication I take due to having polycystic ovarian syndrome and I also take multivitamins, which is what I'm gonna be taking for the rest of my life. And um I know after surgery all the medications I'll be taking will be in liquid form because I'm not gonna be able to eat any solids or chew anything, you know what I mean? And I can't use a straw to drink anything either. So I'm sure that everything will be okay. You know, I hope you guys keep me in your thoughts and prayers for a successful surgery and a speedy recovery because I know it is holiday season. Thanksgiving is literally two weeks away. I'm not going to be able to enjoy the good food for Thanksgiving this year, but there's always next year. And, um, I know for Christmas, I think by that point, I'm going to be eating maybe purees mostly and maybe slowly introduce solids. It It's up to the doctors and the dietitians to decide when I'll be ready, you know, to take the next step as far as my dieting plan goes, you know, from switching from liquids going into purees and then from purees to solids. So, yeah, Uh, I'm sure you guys can do your research on the internet and see videos on YouTube of people who had underwent this type of procedure. I mean, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing my research and watching videos on YouTube, seeing, um, Other people who underwent the procedure see how they recovered, how they were preparing for it, you know, and yeah, it's good to have knowledge about these things. So I think that's all I could tell you guys for now. But um, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I tend to go on live so you guys can interact with me on Instagram live. Um, If you want to know any updates regarding the surgery, it's days away. And, uh, you guys are more than welcome to DM me on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have the anchor app, you can call in the podcast to leave me a message. So yeah, I'm going to wrap this up for now, but, um, for updates on the podcast and more, feel free to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at sweet talk underscore Elisa. That's spelled S W E E T T A L K underscore A L I Z A. well, I appreciate you all for tuning in and until next time.